It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to another episode of Barely on Topic. I am, I'm going to guess it's 514. Sure, why not? I have not taken any notes this week because the Bruins didn't deserve me taking any notes. I'm VA and I am here with Jeff. Yo. And Tim. Hello. You know, guys, it's the new year. It is 2020, a year I did not think I would live to see. And here we are. I'm just going to leave that be. Okay. Yeah. Um, 2020 is, is here. And the... Um... It's already off to a raucous start, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say, do you guys, you know, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Do you have any re- resolutions, any things that you want to do this year since it's the new year? I kind of have the same resolution each year, and it's just to make do whatever you have to do to make this year better than the last year. Just be better. That's all. Okay. I mean, I got like priorities for my year, but like you know, I mean, it's not really a resolution. I don't really do resolutions, and by don't really, I mean I just simply don't. <laughs> I don't do resolutions because usually they just fall apart, right? But mm-hmm. I have been thinking about this year in terms of things that I want to do to have self-growth so that I can push on and move on to doing the things that I really want to do. But right now, I am focusing on fixing myself. And fixing myself is not a simple thing as like saying, I'm going to go to the gym some more. Or, oh, I'm going to make sure I cut out carbs. It's not that kind of stuff. It's like real intensive stuff. So I'm breaking it down month by month. And this month I'm working on my sleep, which is not going well. I have found that I either can sleep like 10 hours at night and be perfectly fine the next day, get up and do stuff during the day and whatever. And then the next night it takes me forever to fall asleep and I don't get any sleep. So still working on that. Why I bring this up is this. Our Bruins really should have some resolutions here, some things that they want to do this new year because the the calendar has changed into a new year and the Bruins are still in the middle of a season. In fact, I don't know how many games have they played. Like, they've played over 41, right? 43. Yes, 43. All right. Maybe we should think about what the Bruins should should plan to do this year to make themselves better. (sighs) I'll start. Start winning some games, guys. Like, win games. Remember that? It was fun. We loved it. We had a lot of fun when when you guys won games. Winning is fun. Fix the fucking second line right wing problem. I got a multi-stage thing. Resolution one is defenestrate Brett Ritchie. At this point, I mean literally. Throw him out yes. of the fucking window. Yes. Ideally from the charter plane. Just make sure he can't come back under any circumstances. I don't, it's not that I want him dead. I just want there to be no risk of there being more Brett Ritchie. <laughs> I knew it was going to be a, of a moving vehicle. That's that, that was the defenestration that you were talking about. Okay, Bruins, you need to be done with Brett Ritchie. He's not yeah. doing anything. I can't even tell you if he played this week. I simply don't I can, know. And I wish I didn't know. Okay, well. I wish I didn't. <laughs> I can't remember. It's probably because I'm forcing myself to not remember. However, 
I've I've got yesterday's game on right now, and I oh I can't really see anything. I don't have my glasses on. That's okay. I'm not missing anything. <sighs> Fix the right wing. Fix it now. Don't wait till the trade deadline. It's going to get more expensive then. Also, get better at clearing the puck out of your own zone. They go through these weird stretches where, like, teams will have, like, multiple instances of, like, 40-plus seconds of zone time against the Bruins. Like, I think when they were playing Buffalo, it was the one at Buffalo, at one point in the game, it was, like, in the end of the second period, Buffalo had 10 separate instances of zone time where it was a minute plus on the Bruins. Like, that's ridiculous. It's half a period. Oh, half. I should take it back. I did see that game. That was rough. Yes. There were parts of that game, yeah. That was the only one I saw parts of, yeah. So, like, also shoot. They've turned me into, like, the shoot guy. Like, just shoot the puck. Just fucking do it. Stop making the stupid, unnecessary extra passes. And, like, trying to get all cute with it jiggy with it and all that sh- bullshit just fucking shoot the puck good things happen when you shoot look what edmonton did you, they like had a couple really bad angle shots that went in because fuck it happens you know that whole shoot the puck thing reminds me of herm edwards when he uh he he started shouting you play to win the game yes and the look on his face is like like guys <laughs> I, I know that. You play to win the game. That's, that's what Shoot the Puck reminds me of. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's pretty similar. They they just... Oh, I, I hate being the Shoot the Puck guy, but holy shit. Just Shoot the Puck. Look, Tim, I when I go to games especially, I like to shout to the Bruins um, when they're on the power play and they're down in the other... in their own zone. <laughs> you guys are in the power play! <laughs> Just to remind them that they should not be in their own zone at that point. <laughs> yeah, they forget from time to time. Stupid Bruins. Stupid Bruins. Just, I have not looked at the standings that much, right? Until yesterday. When I found out that Toronto's in second place. Sure, they played as many games as you have. And they were six points behind you yesterday. I have no idea what it is today. They, 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 they are. still are. Yeah. I didn't know if they played or not. So, guys, the time for losing is is over. It is time to win games. Yeah, you again. you have now torched your entire freaking cushion. Yeah, with half a season left. Yeah, like, that was a cushion that should have been impervious, but then instead you just like took December off wholesale. And come New Year, you're still kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to play anymore. Like, come on, like. Yes, Edmonton is better this year. You should not be losing a game to Edmonton 4-1. to one. You fucking shouldn't. Yes, one was an empty net goal, I believe. But still, you shouldn't be losing to Edmonton 3-1 to one then. You should not be losing to Edmonton, period. Yeah, one of the goals, only one of the goals was McDavid. And it's basically been the McDavid and Dreitzel show all season. So, yeah, that means they, that you allowed secondary scoring to happen. Yes. <sighs> yeah. And also, the McDavid goal was pretty bad because you literally let him skate right down the middle of the ice and n- uncovered, which is a brutal strategy. And um, uh, and we had people back for this game, right? It's not, it's not, not like. Yep. Well, 
Now, granted, there were people who were out on Friday because they were battling the flu. Uh, you had Chara and Martian were battling. It's Corelli sounds like he's battling something as well because he was talking like this. It was very soft and banana. And, and I'm sure that other players are probably also fighting off sickness. But that's for yesterday. What about the other days? Oh, and by the way, I think I know where this flu bug came from. It, it came in the form of the Bruins rinkside reporter, Sofia Yurstovich. And, and she is flu bug Sofia from now on. Because she's also been out for most of this week with the flu. No, I'm just kidding. She She's not the cause of it. But she is definitely a casualty of it. She is. And I will say, I saw something yesterday or the day before. The Bruins have lost the most or have the most combined games on injured reserve or something like that. Like out of all the people that have been injured and hurt, it's equal to total of like 254 games or something like that, which is a lot. So yes, they've dealt with injuries, but Holy shit, figure it out. Yeah. So yesterday they just, they just played like crap. They played really crap. The only goal that you got was from pasta. Yeah, I was on a power play. Okay. It, and that, was that his 31st? I don't even remember. Yes. It was his 31st, and it was one nothing at that point. So not only did they lose 4-1, the and then scored four unanswered goals. Fantastic. Yeah, I just watched the empty netter right now. So, oh, I saw Brett Ritchie. <laughs> There's a shock. <laughs> Sorry. I think it was Brett Ritchie. Either that or it was Anders Bjork. But it I mean, was it, was it a stationary object or was it moving quickly? Because that's how you can tell which one of the two it was. Well, it was somebody who was taking the puck, you know, the, the rebounded puck from, the, the, um, from the, the net and, like, you know, passing it back. So. Side note, my Brett Ritchie joke from yesterday was hilarious. <laughs> the guy skating during the Patriots game, and he was like, he literally didn't know how to skate. Well, I, you know what? That guy did better than I would do, honestly. But also, I thought that they were using it to to compare how that the running back was just like kind of keeping his legs warm. But but yes, I get it, Brett Ritchie. It was it was a good joke, but Tim, the Patriots were losing, and they did lose, and I just was not in the mood for it. That's fair. So, so sickness was a possible excuse for yesterday, but what the fuck happened when they played the when they played the Devils on New Year's Eve? I mean, it was so long ago. It was last year that they played that that Manatee game. I can barely remember <sighs> it, except that um, I do remember that the Bruins uh, ended up going to the shootout again. They did, and that went exactly as well as that goes. See. <sighs> The Bruins do this an awful lot recently as well. They got out to a 2 nothing lead. They give up two goals to tie it, and then they lose in the shootout. Like, that's literally the season in a nutshell. Get out to a lead, give up goals, lose in overtime. I mean, they have 11 overtime losses this year. 11. We did say before we started officially recording that maybe some of those losses aren't even theirs. Like maybe just other teams that are losing in overtime are just giving them their points because they've got all of the points, all the loser points. They, yeah, they they're collecting those loser points like they're going out of style. Yep. 
I'm quite done with it. I don't much care for it at all. I'd rather win. I don't much care for it. No, I don't. I don't much care for it at all. They, uh yeah, so anytime that you see them going into the shootout, you just know it's, uh, they're going to lose. So that's fine. Whatever. They all had their minds on what was happening later in that evening, I guess. But then... Or something. Then on Thursday, they came back to town. They were playing against a newly fined John Tortorella and his Columbus Blue Jackets, who are actually not the Columbus Blue Jackets, but the Springfield... Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds? Who is yeah. their who is their affiliate? I mean Thunderbirds are Springfield, but I don't know if that's no, theirs. They, no, I thought theirs was Cleveland. Oh, the Cleveland um yeah, okay. Well Monsters, I think. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Regardless, it's an AHL team that they've got going on right now. Their injury list? Oh boy. Like everybody, their backup goaltender right now is clearly an imaginary person. He is Latvian. He is Latvian. He is so Latvian. I love it. His name is Elvis. Elvis. No, 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 no. They're the guy backing up Elvis right now because, of course, Corpus Allo is out for four to six weeks. They, they, they clearly just like imagined a new player. Also happens to be Latvian. It's the year of the Latvian backup goalie, baby. The year the Latvian goalie. I can feel it. It's going to be great. Latvians are plural. I just, I saw both those names. I'm like, oh my God, they're Latvian. They're plural. <laughs> I'm so excited. I got to go tell Jeff and Tim. And neither one of you responded in the way that I wanted you to. Well, to be fair, I was just responding to how the Bruins responded to that game. Uh, you know, Tim. I, I get it. I understand you. I feel you. But, you know, sometimes you just got to have a little bit of joy in your life. And that joy is that Latvians are plural. So Elvis Merzlikens. Merzlikens. Oh, my God. He's plural. I love it. And I don't remember the other guy's name. But he is also Latvian and plural. So, yay. Except boo, because the Bruins, again. Well, they. Yes. That was an overtime game. That's right. I'm I'm now remembering yep. the yep. dreaded yep. details. Yep. I'm pretty sure the goal was scored fairly early into overtime too. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah, I believe it was. It was uh, Dubois, I think. Oh, I hate Dubois. Yep, it was Pierre Luc Dubois, who is only 21 years old or something like that. I thought he was much older. Pierre. You know, Luke. people thought it was a bad idea when uh, when they when Blue Jacks drafted him instead of um uh, Pluji uh, Jarvi. I think he's doing so, fine. Uh, he's got 14 I, goals. I, I agree. I'm looking at this, and who the fuck are half these people? Yeah. This is a team that beat the Bruins over team. Like, 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 like a bunch of these are just like, you know, are just like, like a handful of Scrabble tiles put together. It's the Cleveland whatever they are. That's who they are. Monsters. Oh, Ethan Gerpe is still alive. Good for him. Yeah, he was, he was in this game. He he, yep. he went and over. He had an assist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he went over to. I guess he went over to um, Switzerland for a while and played there, and then came back and decided, you know what? I'd rather play in the AHL than in Sweden or Switzerland. It's just nice seeing someone that insanely short being in the league because he's just like like comically short. He's like my five height. Four. Yeah. He's, he's five <laughs> five. He was listed at five five. I think. So he's probably actually five four. Um, yeah, I'm probably taller than him. It's true. I got to tell you, 
I love the name Sonny Milano. I don't know why. And um, the other week, Ben and I were at the uh, Preds game. And he's like, Rocco Grimaldi is like my favorite hockey name right now. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm wondering if he's related to the Grimaldis of Monaco. <laughs> and then we went into this whole thing about trying to figure out what the denonym for, for Monaco was. It was Monacans. Anyway, the, the point is this. Sonny Milano. A guy named Sonny Milano scored on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the one thing I've got to say, okay, first of all, oh, yeah, that's right. There was an overturned goal in the first period, and it wasn't on you. The Bruins challenged. They challenged for goaltender interference because goalie Bob called down and said, you got to challenge that. That was definitely goaltender interference. And it indeed was. And it was. They called back the Blue Jackets goal in the first period for that, and then no one scored in that period. It was like literally like 10 seconds into the game, too. 17. 17. That's what I meant. Right. 10, 17 is the same thing. Yeah, it was on a um, Sean Corelli turnover. Anyway, I have to say that that overtime sequence, Seth Jones, like, beautifully brought the puck up the ice without committing any penalties on anyone, without, like, elbowing or anything he just it was just used his body went up the ice got that that puck to Dubois and unfortunately that means the Bruins lost but I just I like seeing Seth Jones sorry you know sometimes you like players on other teams so he's one of the players I like big body defenseman but uh yeah so that's like those are the two positives I can take away from that game I got to see Seth Jones got to see a goal against the Bruins get overturned so, woohoo! And I, oh, third one, I got to see uh, a Latvian goalie. Also, they have main Black Bear great Gustav Nyquist. Mm, that's right. I'm still mad at him for not wanting to come to the Bruins, so fuck him. I- I'm sad about that, too, because I would really like Gustav, main Black Bear great on the Bruins. They did mention that he did go to Maine. I'm pretty sure he was a finalist for the Hobie Baker his senior year as well. I, I believe I remember the Sports Talk Radio here in Maine campaigning for him to win it, but I don't think he actually won it. Oh, well. He's still Maine Black Bear great, just like he Bob Beers. Is. All right, and then that game yesterday. I think we've already talked about that enough, honestly. That was just stupid. I hated watching that game. I don't have anything good to say about that game. Just much like the Bruins, I forgot there was a Manatee game yesterday. Consequences for me forgetting were somewhat less than them. I wore my manatee socks. You have manatee socks? I have manatee socks. They have manatees on them. Are they different colors? Are they humanities? Oh, no. They're not that kind of manatees. They're all gray, but they're cute. Are they are they are they are they larger than normal socks? Are they huge manatees? Oh, I wish. No, they aren't. They're just like kind of little socks. Today I'm wearing pugs. You are indeed wearing pugs. They're not manatees, but there wasn't a manatee game here today, so that's fine. So I told my husband earlier, because he's like, oh, you're just going to record in the other room? I'm like, yeah. Said, you can yell all you want. I don't really give a fuck anymore, because our whole podcast is just going to be, <sighs> fuck. I mean, that's like literally stupid Bruins. Yeah. Marlo. Well, that was exciting. Speaking of Marlo, you know who hasn't visited me yet yet? It's Tuka. That's unusual. Yeah, I, maybe she had enough of you for the last two weeks. Possibly. Maybe she's scheming with the puppy. Yeah, we'll call it that. 
Gosh, Marlowe. Crazy. As opposed to, say, trying to eat the puppy's food. So oh. keep explaining to the puppies the best defense against the cat trying to eat your food is to just, you know, <clears throat> eat it. Puppy does not respond to reason. We have to put the dog food in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. In the bathroom. So the cat won't get to it. I am seriously considering getting two dogs. Two dogs? Two dogs. With specific ones in mind or just like dogs in general? Just two dogs. There's part of me that would like to get a puppy and an older dog. But there's also part of me that's just like, you know, I keep thinking that I want to get a dog that is going to be around for a while because, honestly, I've had a lot of heartbreak in the last five years. But I would feel bad if I just got a puppy and didn't get another dog that needed my help. I'm eternally cursed with this. But I want to have a puppy and I want to have and any dog I will call a puppy anyway, so it doesn't matter. But anyway, does. Okay, guys. I just want to I want to ask you about something that was in that game yesterday. Leon Dreisaitl went high on Tory Krug. He elbowed him. Yes. So Krug was not hurt, so that's good. But it looked intentional to me. It looked like he was like, I'm, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to elbow him," and I don't understand why Dops isn't looking at it. They gave him two minutes. I suppose if Krug had been injured, they'd give him more of a look. But he, that guy went there purposely with his elbow. Yeah, it looks it looks intentional. He didn't need to do it. I think they said that on the broadcast. Like he didn't need to elbow him. There was no need for it there. He, I think he did it just to do it. He wanted to. Um, it was a dirty move. I didn't like it. I didn't much care for it. No, you didn't. Um, I didn't much care for it either. I'm very happy that Tory Krug does not seem to be hurt from it, but I, I did not like seeing that happen. It just pissed me off. And it reminded me a little bit of another elbow that happened earlier in the week when Corey Perry lasted just three minutes, not even three minutes, into the Winter Classic before he was ejected for elbowing. Yeah. Okay. And he was suspended five games. Yeah. Yeah. He deserved it. That was dirty. Nobody can tell me that. Oh, no, he didn't mean to do that. It's Corey Perry. Of course he meant to do it. Of course. Yeah. Like, now I will say the one thing about it was like, wasn't it just a delight that freaking like 45 minute walk of shame he had to do there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was. I, I enjoyed seeing all of the, all of the, uh, videos that were made uh, with music to them <laughs> but you know obviously i'm watching the game i see th that hit happen ellis went down he had trouble getting up off the ice i think he was knocked unconscious the way that they were taking off his strap and everything yeah it looks like he was and it, it was just one of those scary moments that you don't want to see in a game that, yes, it meant something because they're two division rivals, but it's also supposed to be like an exhibition game in the respect that it's on broadcast TV, nationwide TV on New Year's Day. It's their premier event of the year yeah. besides the final. So not a good look from Corey Perry doing that. So they suspended him five games and that is he deserved that. that that's how it is. Yep. I was glad to see him do that walk of shame. 
but I was I'm sad that he had to do do that at the expense of uh, Ryan Ellis going down. And the Preds got like a five minute power play and scored their only goals during that uh, matchup in in that five minutes. Incidentally, how has Laviolette not been fired in the time intervening since that game? Like, like, like Lavi does need to get canned because that team's so so underperforming. Yeah, uh, nude pictures, um, blackmail of another sort, uh, kidnapped a child of the or grandchild of the owners. Either that or Poyle's just scared of the idea, seeing as he's only ever <coughs> one coach ever. Yeah, it was Trotz before, right? Yeah, and it was not in season. That's important. I think it was either like it was either after the season was over, or it was like with like one game left. You know, one of those statement firings. It's like, okay, this is acknowledgement that I should have done this earlier, but what was the point? Here y'all go, fucking enjoy. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't know. It gives him more time to negotiate with Babcock. Oh boy! I know, I know. I I said, um, <laughs> I that was bad. I'm sorry, but that would mean Babcock is away from us, and we don't have to give a shit for a while. But that's well. I mean, but but like, how would you cope with that? Like, because like you you like the Preds, you'd be stuck with that sort of thing. You know, it's been harder to like the Preds. You know. Uh... I have to say that uh, part of the that my Preds like was that they had PK there too. And I thought they were genuinely entertaining. And now they're a little less entertaining. Roman Yossi broke my heart a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the, Nick Benino. Of course, they have Nick Benino. And, oh, Matt Duchesne. You know, Matt Dushkanu? Come on. Yeah, him. Look, I, I'm going to just... Okay. So, Philip Forsberg is a dink. Ryan Johansson's a dink. Matt Duchesne is a douche canoe. Nick Benino blocked me on Twitter for the dumbest of reasons. For, for criticizing his poor choice in, uh, in, in, it's like, it's, it's just, yeah, what the fuck, man. You don't drink Corbell. You spray that shit. That is swill. You don't drink it. 10 bucks a bottle, please. True story. Um, for some reason, while getting stuff together for a New Year's party, my mother had bought Corbell. I later went out to the liquor store with my brother. We bought a couple of bottles of Prosecco. Uh, to my knowledge, the Corbell is still sealed. Look, I, you know what? <laughs> because we, we intervened on my mother's behalf to save her from herself. Yes, yes. You know, Prosecco's fine. Cava's fine. All of those sparkling wines and stuff like that. But if you're going to get champagne, like champagne, get champagne. You know, even a, a Chandon. And don't fuck around. Yeah, don't fuck around with Corbel. Don't fuck around with Aspie Spumante. No. Like, like, like at, at a minimum, get like a Frasier Brut or something like that. Come on, right? Like that's that, that's that's still pretty cheap, all things considered. So, like, you know. You know what? Do yourself a favor. If you're if you're going to buy a champagne and you don't have a huge amount of money, spend twenty to twenty five bucks on it at least. Don't go below that price point. Trust me. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. Aspie Spumante, baby champagne, Corbell. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but you know, if it, it ain't worth it. You know, you're better off just like mixing like insert liquor here with like 
with, with, with seltzer then at that point. It's like you're, you're going to have a more pleasurable experience. But if for some reason you are forced and you're in a situation where you have to drink Corbell, please have some Chambord and put that in there because that will make it better. Huh. It's true. Chambord will make a cheap va- champagne drinkable. There you go. Okay. I I am a champagne snob. This is well established. My favorite champagne of all time is Dom Perignon. And you know what? That shit is fucking expensive. I get it. You know what? Trump's tariffs on French wines have affected that. That price point is $50 more than it used to be because of tariffs. I am not sorry, motherfucker, you. fucking with people's, like, people's liquor. God damn it. But if you ever have a chance to have Dom Perignon ever, do it. You know, if it's just you and your sweetheart and you get a chance to have a bottle of Dom Perignon to yourself, you do that. Okay? Do it. That stuff, every year, it's a different vintage, it's a different flavor profile. Every year, it's exquisite. That's what I have to say. Don't waste like 400 bucks on Cristal. It's not worth it. Dom, that's where you want to go. No, you, know, you don't want to waste your time with Cristal. It's nothing special. It just like comes in a flashy bottle and costs too much money. Yep. Yep. It it was awful. I just did not enjoy it at all. Um, get yourself Le Grand Dom. It's not as expensive as those other ones, but you know, it's a still, it's a good, good time champagne, but don't buy Corbell. That's all. That's my point. Don't buy Corbell. Spend a little bit of something on yourself. I was going to say, only buy Corbell if you're making like a champagne sauce, at which point it really does not matter. <laughs> right, right. But if you're drinking it, be better. Be better to yourself. Love yourself. Be kind. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So there are a lot of dinks on that roster is what I'm trying to say. It's pretty fair. It's you know, and, fair. and PK Subban's not there anymore, and it's it's less fun. There's the thing, and he's like the good kind of dink. He's the fun. He's kind a fucking of dink. dink. He's a fucking dink, but he's a good kind of dink. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, you know, this year I have to say this this season we have been privileged with seeing Matt Grizzlick steal his soul. So that was fun. That that was that was a fun good time seeing him do that, and I think that seriously they got their revenge on us on New Year's Eve. That was the last game that they have to play this season against them, so it's fine. Whatever. All right. Any fun injury stuff we want to talk about? Not that injuries are fun, but feeling how we're feeling, injuries might be a fun thing to talk about. I'm surprised that no one called us out on the fact that we said that Kevin Miller is dead. Because no one has a counterpoint. Man, I will say this about that. When he went on IR... People, and I said this may be the last we see of him done. People were got all over me. It was just a paper transaction, blah, 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 that he was coming back. Everyone was saying he was on his way back. And look where he is. Nowhere to be found. I think Bruce's um, press conference around the, the change of the year, he basically said, I have no information on him. Yeah, Kevin Miller's obviously done. He's on Robidaw Island. But to be Robita Islands for people for, for a person you want to make disappear as opposed to someone who's actually dead. So we want to send Brett Ritchie to Robita Island. No, I want to run Brett yes. Ritchie over with my car. 
<laughs> we want we kind of, we want we want Bacchus to go to Robot Island. Oh, Brett Ritchie that's right. can just Brett, Brett Ritchie can just be waived and sent down. He makes a little enough money. There'd be no, there, there there'd be no um uh, implicate no cap implications. Just like make him go the fuck away, Don. Don. Like admit you were wrong on this idiot and make and just, just disappear him. Fuck sakes. Oh, Brett Ritchie. I'm glad that we have Jeff here to differentiate between the difference of who goes to Robita Island and who doesn't. And I'd love to see a Survivor-like series called Robita Island to see the various people who are there, like Dave Clarkson and... <laughs> to see the ones that are like actually potentially like careers done as opposed to like poor Joffrey Lupul is just like, fuck this. <laughs> he was like, I don't know why I'm here. I, I was able to go skiing. <laughs> You're there so you don't corrupt the youth. Yeah, they found a loophole there. Uh... And they used it. <laughs> the Joffrey loophole, if you will. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, like, 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 dude, like, like, you should probably throw shit at your parents. Like, like, Joffrey, really? A J and an O? Are you a fucking Game of Thrones character? For fuck's sakes. Like, don't get me wrong, I get angry about people's inability to spell Jeff correctly. But, like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Well, it doesn't help that you spell your name with a Q and a a K. <laughs> now I want to find a way to put a Z in your name just for fun. <laughs> Jeffries! Oh! Jeffries! Oh! That would be like, oh, that would be um your, uh, okay, uh, let's see, you made a cooler. To store all of your... Okay, I thought you were going to go with the Latvian angle here, which it would be Jeffress Baldwin's. <laughs> if it was... Uh... Oh, my God. That would be so fun. Jeffress Baldwin's. Mine would be Virginia Zimmerman's. And Timothy's Richardson's. Injuries. Do we have any more? Anton Bleed is recovering and... <laughs> So, yeah, so so uh, Kuhlman is been sent down and is playing in Providence, um, which means uh, Carson Kuhlman is now well. Okay. Um, Anton Bleed has um, uh, is is on a conditioning stint in Providence. Um, reason being, he will have to go on waivers before actually going down. Connor Clifton has been put on IR. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, and Matt Grizzlick missed yesterday's game because he is unwell. Flu bug, flu bug. Yeah. He's not crazy, he's just a little unwell. Mm-hmm. There was a Matchbox 20 joke. It was not a good one. Oh, well, I mean, I wasn't going to get it. Let's just. Also, it's Matchbox 20 from anything but their first album, so I don't acknowledge it. <laughs> oh That's my fair. god, there's going to be a fight. <laughs> fight? It's going to be a real fight. What do you mean? It's not going to be a fight. Tim immediately agreed that I had a point. <laughs> okay. You know, I enjoyed in Z- I Zombie when uh, Rob Thomas came to perform for uh, Max Rager. Um, and, well, they ate him. <laughs> huh. 
Um, the the guy who created uh, iZombie along with Veronica Mars and all that, his name is Rob Thomas, but he's not that Rob Thomas. So he likes uh, to he likes to have puns, which is why now I realize why Tim loved iZombie so much. Oh yeah, it's all about the puns. Absolutely, there's it's all throughout the entire show, and I absolutely love it. Live more, fill more graves. Yeah. Fillmore Graves is a mercenary outfit. It's Fillmore and Graves put together. Fillmore Graves. <laughs> I love it. It's so clever. The entire move, the entire show. Yeah. So the Bruins are banged up, but they're not as banged up as they've been at different times this season. Yes. Nothing that can't be fixed by acquiring by acquiring a gently used Kyle Palmieri. Or Ricard Raquel. I'd be okay with either of those acquisitions. Thank you. But please do something. You're going to end up with Tyler Toffoli and you're going to like it. I mean, I'm not going to hate it, but it ain't my first choice. Or even my second or third or possibly even my fifth. But again, I don't really expect him to go that route because it is Don Sweeney. And like both of them, uh, Palmieri and, uh, and Raquel have term. And fun story, Raquel was was taken with the pick that had been the Bruins. <laughs> he was the first that they traded to Toronto for Thomas Caberlet. Oh. That subsequently got traded um, uh, to uh, Anaheim. Um, so, uh, so Toronto could trade up to take Tyler Biggs to see of zero NHL games. All right. Yeah, yeah, Brian Burke, Brian Burke era t- Toronto was... You know, as we all know, a comedy of errors. Yeah, it's too bad he's not there still. Anyway, um, all right. So, yes, second right wing. We need it. We need it really bad. Like now, like just get get it the fuck over with, Don. Just like, please. I can't yes. deal with this anymore. Really? This is awful. I get it. That way this team can get their shit together and actually play with the proper roster. Hi, Tuca. Oh, there's Tuca. Thank you for showing me your butt. I I understand what it's like to watch a bad team play. Like, trust me. And this <laughs> yes, is even... <laughs> this is, like, brutal. I'm saying this is brutal. Like, this is just, like... Oh, soul-sucking, terrible awfulness. Now, now there are other problems that I don't know if that position is going to fix, but, like, that's the first fucking step. Like, there's some overall play issues, too, but, like, first things first, let's have a roster that can function. And then we can start and then we, then we can start, re- start refining the other issues. Yeah, as Tim was saying before we started officially recording, the blender, the blender lines, it, it's, it's frustrating to watch that. And then he'll change it in game, and you don't even know who's on the ice anymore. You don't know who's going to be on the ice, and you can't really predict it. And while sometimes it yields some good results and fun things, like let's put all of our centers on the on the uh, ice at the same time, uh, at other times it's a little more frustrating, especially when they fail to score or do anything to prevent a score. So yes, um, I want the Bruins to just win, just fucking win now. You've you've dabbled with this losing thing. You you've collected enough loser points for right now. Let's just go back to winning, you know, because if you don't, you're going to lose this standing that you have. 
you know, and you're going to lose the opportunity to not play Toronto again in the playoffs. Guess what? Guess what? I can guarantee you, if you end up playing Toronto in the playoffs, right, you're going to end up doing another seven game. I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. I don't care. Even if they win, I can't do it. I'll die. (laughs) Yeah. Let's try not to be so banged up and get to the final. Okay. Let's try that. It's novel. Because after after that series, you guys made quick work of the other teams. Well, yeah, not, not the Blues, but that's a different story. <sighs> just, just, just fix it. Just get your shit together. Figure it the fuck out. <laughs> All right. With that, I think that we should talk about. What's going to happen in the next week? So, the, the Bruins have um, three games this week. Uh, they started off on uh, on Tuesday. It's uh, January 7th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time uh, at Nashville. That's the mom's trip. Oh. Yeah. I'm looking for... Mom's up with some hot chicken, huh? <laughs> Baby, I hope they all go get some hot chicken. Or I guess there is also Nashville hot catfish. So if you're into that. Um, Ooh, that sounds like it would probably be pretty good. Uh, I don't know what that... Catfish isn't my favorite fish, but, you know, I mean, like, oh, I'm, I, that, doesn't, that wouldn't stop me. <laughs> Look, I'm going to just tell you what I do know. Nashville hot chicken is awesome. There we go. And then take it and apply it to catfish, and I'm sure it's still awesome. Not much a fish eater myself, but anyway. True story. I watched an episode of Master Chef that in the fin- the finale, the winner made Nashville hot quail. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's fun, man! I just it, like you can actually go into one of the hot chicken places because there's two. I have not been to Prince's. I have to go to Prince's. Prince's was not open the day that we went. But uh, let's see, uh, Hattie B's was open, and they you, they had a chance. You could get mild if you wanted. I'm like, no, I want hot. That's the point. Okay. Anyway. So Nashville mild, mild chicken. Fucking chicken. Like, it, it, Nashville hot mild chicken is just would just be Nashville chicken or just chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after Nashville. After Nashville, they followed up on Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. At home against Winnipeg. Oh. Well, that's something. Yeah. Nope. That's definitely a game you can play. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all the players from Winnipeg are going to be so happy that we actually have Wi-Fi in Boston. And the parks and... And the FD parks and... Yeah, I know, and... You don't need to be scared of bears in the forest. Just bears on the, the, the just bears on the concourse. Hopefully on the ice. Be afraid of the bears on the ice. Okay, so after um, Winnipeg, and they close out the week on Saturday, January eleventh, seven p.m. Eastern time, at Barclays Center against the Islanders. Oh Ooh. man, that's so sad that it's at Barclays. But you know, at least that SUV will be there. Is it still there? Because I think they moved it. 
But they, don't worry. They still the have else a, gonna, What the fuck else are they going to put in that spot? They still have a Honda dealership in there. They have like two dealerships in there. So it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> if you can buy a car there if you want. <laughs> so, uh, Go to a game. Uh, buy a car. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's this week. Nashville, Winnipeg, and the Islanders. It's a, it's, it's a must-see TV there. Oh, boy. We sound so excited. This is like the most... Look what you're doing to us, Bruins. <laughs> we are not lively at all. I mean, I'm in my fucking PJs, guys. Come on. I literally read the schedule while playing with the laser pointer with my cat. Yeah, I noticed. Who somehow managed to lose interest along the way? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> all right well um let's see okay so it's nashville peg winnipeg oh god can you Isles. you know what they could probably win two of those games this week i mean honestly like every single one of those games is winnable but like who the fuck knows i mean like they play they played Columbus and New Jersey and Edmonton this week, and we saw how that went. So, All right, all right. This is my prediction. I predict they're going to win it, the Preds. They're going to win against the Jets, and they're going to go into overtime but ultimately lose to the Islanders. Five points. I'm putting five points on the table, guys. What are you guys going to say? Three. I'm gonna be the optimist. I'm, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna kick all their asses in regulation just to like you know just to make us look foolish for being so cranky today. Wow, Jeff is playing the optimist. This is fantastic. Incidentally, but this is after they all pay Brett Ritchie's mother to take her home to take him home and not let him leave. Yep, I'm all for that. So, Tim, are are you predicting they're going to lose each of those games in overtime? They're going to win one. Yep. Okay, okay, all right. I, I wanted to clarify because this is very important work that we're yeah, doing. Yeah, I'm saying three more loser points. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So, I I can't believe I'm dead in the middle of the optimist and the pessimist. Honestly, like, like there's so little joy in this team right now. The only thing I can do is be an optimist because otherwise it'll just, you know. Yep. Besides, like, I got to be optimistic about something, seeing as, you know, we're, we're possibly on the brink of World War Three, so that'll be fun. Oh my god. And don't forget that Australia is burning. Yeah. I on the plus side, think about how many snakes are getting burnt up. All right. First of all, I'm not thinking about that because I would think about the spiders getting burned up, but I also saw footage I saw a picture of a burned up baby kangaroo. And that <sighs> and that bur- that just oh, it crushed me. It crushed me. I feel very terrible for Australia and what they're going through. I have no idea what we can do and their government isn't listening to him. And I just feel so, so bad for them. Well, yeah. Morrison is like in terms of climate change stuff is almost as bad as Trump and Bolanzaro. So keep them in your thoughts this week, please. No nuclear war. No world war. No war. I, I don't want any more wars. I'm all done with the wars. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, okay. 
I can't talk anyway. anymore. Yes. Anyway, you've been listening to Barely on Topic. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found. I think we have to clarify that it's not iTunes anymore. It's like Apple Podcasts or something. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But that's okay. I'm just I'm I mean, they're both iTunes, like it just it the app is Apple Podcasts, but like if someone who's using iTunes on a PC cuz they're a lunatic, it would be on iTunes. Okay. All right. You're you're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. You can talk to us on Twitter. That would be at Barely on Topic. Or on Facebook at Barely on Topic Podcast. And then, of course, our rosy sunshine of our private Twitter accounts, which, you know, I mean, there's some good things there. Like, I, I tweet pictures of my dog sometimes. Sometimes even my cat. You know, it happens. Tuke and Mika are adorable. You'll love them. Uh, I am at Dr. Hand Grenade. I am at Tim A. Richardson. And I'm at Please Don Sweeney. Get us a second line right wing. You're our only hope. Dot com. Also known as um, r slash um, defenestrate Brett Ritchie yesterday. Yes. Doc. <laughs> oh, you're and not going to. And or at VA from RI. Okay. I was hoping you weren't going to make me say that because I never get it right. I never get it right. I don't know why. I just don't. So on that note. Tim. Word.